buddy, that snowman looks like it's having an aneurysm. That this snowman is fucked up, man. Let me Dude, tell he had, you. He had one too many fucking hits from that dad rig. And the the smoke has melted half of his face. Yeah, dude. He is gone. Literally and figuratively. Could someone please start the show? <laughs> well, we've been live on YouTube for how long? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Bodacast. The new and improved Bodacast. I will be one of two hosts. I am... Double host. Double host. Double host, dude. Uh, would the other host like to introduce himself, please? All right, great. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, the other host tonight is actually going to be our uh, our lovable boy, Chris. Chris Christopherson. Uh, oh, the copyright boys, lawyer. Uh, what's up, Boda World? I'm Chris. Um, they never take a little me. Christmas special, and me and Zach are going to run the show today. So it will probably be a clusterfuck. Usually, uh, is, regardless. Luckily, luckily, Christmas spirit seemed to be running the show. So let's see how that goes. I am a literal snowman. Yes, I am uh, Minotaur. Drew has just. I am that was amazing, by the way. I hope, I hope, and pray that next time that um, if you get another spam account that you just lead off with that and only say that the entire time. Um, I would also like to point out that for our fans in Denmark, we apologize. Um, you're probably not going to be able to see this because of the five seconds of copyrighted music that was played by one of our Boda boys. Um, no, that was yeah. me singing. Week 14, boys. <laughs> is in the book. Week 14 is actually fucking finally over. God damn. These weeks of football just drag the fuck on. Wait. Week week what? Or isn't it yeah, week wait. Week? Rewind. That didn't sound right to me. Zach, you're off. Week, week what? It. Yeah, you're right. Week 15. My, my bad. My bad. There's two weeks left. <laughs> oh, it was close. That's that's close. close. I'm tired. Oh, fuck. How's everyone doing? Drew. Drew. Hey, Drew. Hi, James. How does it feel? I mean, you're in the playoffs, but how does it feel like knowing that you'll be playing extra football? It's it's nice. It's it's not unexpected as a Packers fan at this point in time. No, um, no, it shouldn't be. Not to, to have everything wrapped up with the division in hand with three weeks to go is always a nice feeling. Oh, dude, isn't it nice? I mean, like, right now I'm feeling good because, like, my Browns are in a good spot. My you Browns. Know, yeah. <laughs> hey, James, when's the last time they made the playoffs? I don't know. But, I mean, the, the biggest thing from my perspective right now is that the Saints played the Chiefs this week. So, I'm a very happy boy. Right. Right. So, you, uh, you got a nice little – you guys got a nice little early Christmas present, Drew. Yeah. The, the second half of that Packers game was disgusting – but we we made it, <laughs> and Fun. now we got a game. So God damn it, feeling good. So I actually saw a stat today. Um, I meant to bring up that the Packers have actually been outscored in the second half in the past fourteen games. Oh yeah, I mean, just just that game against the Colts alone probably fucked them in that category. 
that's a game that they were winning by 20 plus points at halftime and they ended up losing. It's it, they have been the most incomplete. Um, well, team. speaking of, we'll dive in. Sorry to cut you off, Drew, but we got some big breaking news. Um, yeah, Chris is seeing the same thing I'm seeing. I, I mean, that was quick, short lived. That didn't even start, didn't even set on field. <laughs> One day of practice, I think so. Honestly, I hope he gets help. Uh, Josh Gordon has had a setback in his battle with substance abuse and will not be allowed to practice or play indefinitely. So again, I wish him nothing but the best. He's had a big problem with substance abuse. Um, Hopefully he can get his head right. That's wild, man. Yeah, it's crazy. That sucks. It's really sad. Yeah, like. But uh, Zach, I know you have a tight schedule in that elf suit, snowman suit, whatever it is. Uh, I'm in fact a Yeti. Oh, I'm sorry. So the cooler would uh, do you yeah. want to start it off? Yeah, I would love to. Um, but everything on my computer is frozen. So I'm trying to get the notes. This is going up. great. Yeah, go oh, Apple, pretty- go. No, literally, my computer is not working. So all right, yes, you have the notes. So just go for it, buddy. Stormtrooper Santa is going to start it off then. Yeah, you should have the notes. All right, let's dive right in. Uh, our first game for week fifteen is going to be Chargers at Raiders. My game of the week, I called accidentally. Game of the week, and uh, what thoughts you got on that? Your game of the week. Oh fuck, we're back to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Marcus Mariota, dude, I really wasn't paying attention. Marcus Mariota showed why he deserves to still be a starter in this league. Derek Carr pulled something in his groin early in the first, right? Uh, so, it's I mean, Mariota was able to step in and seamlessly play. I just cut you off. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I, I cut you off. I, Carr's injury is supposed to be a serious groin injury, so I'm assuming – um, I'm picturing the worst and thinking that his ball sack just split open completely and that he was just running around with two testicles hanging down. Oh my Dude, God. Remember, I, oh my God. I mean, oh my God. That's very graphic, but I mean, it just sounds like he had uh, gender reassignment surgery, except, you know, football did it for him rather Ooh. than having to go to see a doctor. You're going to have to and cut bad. you off right there. Um, Dude, no, gross. Chris. <laughs> Do you remember? I'm not going to name Oh, his balls are right open. Excuse me, Zach. I'm talking. Do you remember that kid in middle school who jumped on the horse thing? Like when we were trying to learn how to do track and split his balls open? Don't say a name. But No, you know I, I, know his, I know his name. But yes, of course I remember that. I forget what the track things were. That was the thing was, that happened? Yeah, no. Some kid like tried to clear one because they were like, they were trying to teach us track and field for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, he missed the jump. You I were in the class? Oh. No, I was the class after him. Oh, because that was my class. I was with him. Yeah. Yeah, the board split. So he landed dead in the middle. The board split and then came up and, like, pinched it together. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He brought a wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. No. Yeah. Yep. Yikes. Um, one of our good buddies actually i think it was the same kid decided to take a steel toe boot and kick him oh nope well yeah what yeah Why? I a lot of, you want to talk about you want to talk about 
how to shatter your fucking gooch, that's the one way to do it right there. Steel toe boot, the way right the serious? fucking gooch. Oh, God. Christ. All right. Well, anyways, Carr's supposed to have a serious groin injury, so maybe Mariota starts for the rest of the season? I would assume so, and I would feel comfortable as a Raiders fan saying that that's the case. I'm assuming so, too, but I'm not sure. But either way, uh, Justin Herbert, 22 for 32, 314 for two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, They took it in OT. I didn't actually catch the game, but I saw the highlights. It was a good good ass game. game. I know Um, it went down to the wire. I mean, it had to if it went down to a fucking field goal in overtime. So It was was back and forth. Um, and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a field. It didn't go down to a field goal. It wasn't an overtime. It was a, it was a game ending drive by Justin Herbert and he got in and scored the touchdown. Um, what on a, like a, what a two, three yard run or something like that. Might just been like a straight up. I think the biggest thing from this game though, is how Keenan Allen came out and said, don't sleep on me. And then he didn't play. (laughs) And then pulls in 17 yards. That was also a decisive part of my, my fantasy semi-final <laughs> victory. Dude, this week was a great week to be like, this is why fantasy depth matters. Yes. Fantasy playoffs are the worst. They will break you. Snap you on half and then shatter you into pieces. I couldn't even watch half the games this week because I was so stressed about the playoffs. Yeah, I know. Well, this is a fun weekend of football. It was, it was, it was a very fun weekend of football. So, I mean, but Hey, let's stay on track. Um, Josh Jacobs, 76 yards and touchdown. Uh, Mariota did have a good game. 226 for one, one interception. Plus he ran for 88 with one touchdown. Um, I think the big guy here is Darren Waller. And he is Damn it. arguably the best tight end in the league right now. I guess uh, I, I I can't really argue that when Travis Kelsey leads all tight ends and wide receivers. I in said the one of the best. I was going to. Did I say the best? No, yeah, you said, argu- you said arguably argu- the best. best. I'm sorry, one of the best. Oh, you're I mean, fine. I just I'm just making that is yeah. I screwed that up. But yes, I was going to get to Kelsey. Thank you. First step is admitting it, Chris. But. I mean, he's second off the bridge. Yeah, he's second, right, for tight ends. Uh, Waller, I believe sure. so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that stat off the top of my head, and I should have had that ready to go. I looked a couple weeks ago. I can't tell you now. But anyways, moving on. Um, we got next week, Raiders versus the Dolphins. Uh, that should be another good game, especially if Mariota starts. I think that will go down to the wire. Well, hey, hold on, Chris. I just wanted to mention that. I don't know if this was brought up, but um, Justin Herbert broke the rookie record for most games uh, with 300 passing yards as an NFL rookie. Mm-hmm. Just at seven Andy. games, 300 passing yards and uh, seven games of 300 passing yards or more as a rookie. I, I think I think that's a stat that we need to share. Well, he's also on pace to break Baker's touchdown record, right? He's three off. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but. Um, yeah, I, I mean, no. they're playing – we'll get to who they're playing next, but I think he could probably most likely break it against that team. So, um, yeah, sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, all good. Um, 
yeah, next week is Raiders at Dolphins. So we're going to try to stagger the games uh, this week and for coming weeks to just kind of make it easier for all of us while we're on the talking point. So Raiders versus Dolphins next week in Las Vegas. We got uh, – when is that game? I, I can't even tell you. I can tell you now. We didn't. We don't have the times down, but that's all right. Uh, Saturday night. Oh, more Saturday night football. I don't think that's any. that's going to be a good game. Um, Miami is favored by three points, but that should be a very very tight game. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting. Both the game around itself. Sorry, I was waiting for someone to talk. Has playoff implications. Obviously, Miami's already in. The Raiders are fighting to get in. And they have they have a long way to go, but Mariota might be the little jump start they need to get in there. I I mean I think doubt it, I doubt it, but it could be a thing. He would have to step up even from what he did this past week. A and I I don't know, man. That that's a team that's not quite complete. I don't think that they're, they're still not quite there. And no, is so, still out. so we'll see what happens. But also, um, I mean, Miami's defense has kind of shown that they're not half bad this year. Starting That's to an understatement. That's that a half. big ass understatement. Miami's defense is phenomenal. I, I mean, yeah, well, this is a pivotal not game for bad, phenomenal. Weigh your options here. <laughs> But anyways, that's Saturday night, 8-15. Um, we also got the Chargers against the Broncos next week. Um, so, I don't think I really need to talk about that game at all. I think the only thing worth talking about is that, and I, I know we mentioned this a couple times like throughout episodes, but it's time to move on from Drew Locke, especially after this performance we're going to be talking about next. It's time to move on. Yeah. For real. And that's exactly what we're getting to next. Oh, actually. Uh, oh, sorry. No, we'll go into it. Go ahead. I can transition. Yeah. We're good, baby. All right. All right. Bills at Broncos. Um, yeah. Bills handled the Broncos. <laughs> I don't know. First statement, they manhandled I, them. I just think all we have to say is this game was not a surprise. The, the Bills are... Legit. I don't think, with much doubt, the second best team in the AFC. Again, um, who amongst has been saying that all year long? I've agreed with you all year long. I know, but I'm just trying to point out the fact that your boy has been calling this shit since day one. Dude, we all called this. We were all with you, and we all called No, this. no, I made the fucking hot take, bro. You guys agree with me. I was the one that said it. Shit, just give me the fucking the credit. Take. He says different dude, I, I will die not giving you the credit for that. Chris, say you know. less. You're about to wear a mankini on Christmas. So, on the other end of that, um, <laughs> I unfortunately think this was the nail in Vic Fangio's coffin. Fangio? Fangio. I forget. Fangio. 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 It doesn't sound right, but that's the answer. Uh, I, I think this is the nail in his coaching coffin uh, i mean he is arguably still one of the best defensive coordinators in the league so he'll, he'll get a job somewhere but yeah this is this is it for him as a broncos coach at least for the year this might have been the one that sealed him being fired mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think, I mean, I just think it's kind of funny that, you know, we have coaches like Adam Gase who still have a job. Um, you know, I think Vic Fangio has been – his team has been through a lot this year. I mean, they've had a ton of injuries. They've had, you know, a lot of setbacks on both sides of the ball. Um, he just he just hasn't been able to find the – I wouldn't even say it's his fault. I mean, I feel like it's John Elway. John Elway's not getting him the quarterback that they need. Don't, don't forget, they went into a game this year with a practice squad ride, wide receiver starting right. at quarterback. Yeah, I remember that. I that well, that, you know – I wouldn't. I wouldn't really argue that that would have made much of a difference because it was against the Saints. So, but I mean, I mean, I mean it, it, the, <laughs> the actual management of assets, I, I understand, but the outcome of the game probably wouldn't have changed. No, but it's a, it, yeah, another hurdle that your offense has to overcome. <laughs> An unnecessary one that could have been avoided if you know the quarterback room was actually smart. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I that team is going to be stuck in purgatory until they find a stud quarterback, because that is what they are building around is having a quarterback that can make plays that an average quarterback isn't going to make all the time. And they absolutely have not been able to find that guy since Peyton Manning. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Anyways, moving on. Um, we'll talk about the Bills a little bit. Uh, Josh Allen, 359 for two. Uh, how about Zach Moss? Don't forget 13, he, had two on the, he had two on the ground, Chris, too. And obviously, we got to talk about Stefan Diggs. Okay. 11 receptions, 147 yards. No touchdowns, though, but damn. Damn. Well, it was the Josh. It was the Josh Allen show all day. I mean, yeah, he threw two touchdown passes, but like I said, two of them were on the ground. I'm, the The game just ran through Josh Allen in the offense. I, it, I mean, what they won forty eight to nineteen for for fuck's sake. I mean, it was it was what you. It's what you expect out of a team that calls that that legitimately calls itself the number two, the the, the second best team in the AFC. I mean, you know. The Broncos have some weapons on offense and they have some weapons on defense. They're, you know, they're a shell of what they could have been. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, the, the Bills just took it to them and they made a statement. You know, they are the number two team in the AFC, especially after what happened to the Steelers this week. So. And Zach, now what's your colon telling you? How are you feeling for the playoffs? For the Bills? Yeah. Um, I mean, so, so I don't even need to, I don't even need to talk to my colon about this one. Uh, you know, I, 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 I think they make a really strong bid for the AFC championship. Um, but I just don't, I, I don't see anybody really being able to be Kansas city. I mean, Kansas city, in my opinion, has proved that they are very beatable. If yeah, you play a whole, if, if I, you play I a whole agree. game against them. I agree, but. Every, every time a team goes and plays them, they just don't play the best game that they possibly can. And I don't think it's because it's Kansas City. Well, I mean, look at New Orleans. They didn't. They had a ton of mistakes. Right. They should have won that game if they played a clean right. 60 minutes. What, what I'm saying is I think, I think we're starting to look at a transition. Like, you know how, you know, when, when teams play New England, it's the, 
you know, New England is always unbeatable. Kansas City is always unbeatable. It has nothing to do with the fact that they are, are beatable and not beatable. It's it's mind games. It starts getting in your head during practice, during, you know, fucking run-throughs, anything like that. And then you go into the game, every mistake you make will will it just it it magnifies it tenfold because it's that stigma. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. They're 12 and 1. They've only lost one game. Um, and they've just shit on every other team. Well, obviously besides New Orleans, but I mean, like it just, you know, it's just interesting. I agree with Drew here though. I mean, I think Kansas City's good, but I think they've proven that they are very beatable. They're definitely it, it, a beatable team. And if the Bills like you said, I think when teams play them, they just don't play their best game. I think if you give the Bills that chance in the playoffs, they might they very much have the chance to beat them. I just I just and, think that I just think that if you get a Kansas City team in the playoffs and they're playing the best that they can possibly play, then unfortunately no one's going to beat them. That's just my I, opinion. So I think it comes down to they're basically the exact opposite of what the Packers are right now. They've been starting games off very slow. They've been getting behind early and they've been having a battle back in which they've done successfully every time lately, but pretty much every time. Yeah. Except right. for literally one game, but right. So if they come out and play from the starting whistle onward, they are an unbeatable team. If, if they have their best stuff from the start of the game, to the end of the game, I don't think there's a team in this league that can beat them. Right. And I, and, and that's just that my thinking is, you know, I feel like they're just taking the regular season with a grain of salt because they know like, yeah, we're probably the best team in the conference. We're most likely going to get the buy. Um, I mean, I think looking at it now, they're like, okay, you know, all we, all we need to do is win one game and then we, that's it. Like they all, all they have to do is win this week. Um, and there's no shot for any of the team, the bills or Steelers to get that number one seed. Um, and I think they can focus on that first half, uh, that, you know, bringing that first half magic magic back. And if they do, that's it. I, I, just... well, I, I think that going into a buy in, in the playoffs, if you start these next, they could very well win both of these next two games, regardless of how they start the game. Mm-hmm. But if you have two more games where you're sputtering out of the gate and things, you know, aren't what they're supposed to be for the first half, that's not great going into a bye. You, you'd much rather see them these next two weeks if you're a Kansas City fan. You'd much rather see them go out and fix their issues in the first half, just right. like I as a Packers fan. Even if we get the bye, I don't want the next two games to go like this week did. I don't want to see another two Carolina games. <laughs> right, and well, obviously the Packers have a tough matchup next week, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, let, let's just focus on the games we have at hand because we're getting off on a tangent. Uh, next week, too long. So next, next week we got Bills and Patriots. Next week, I'm sorry, Zach. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go. I I know James wants to touch on this a little bit, but who? No. What game are you talking about? I was Bills and Patriots. You said you wanted to talk about the Pats. No, I want to talk about the Broncos. We already passed that. I'll talk about the Pats, though. What do you want to talk about? Oh, earlier you said you wanted to, you had some spicy takes. Yeah, but not about the Pats. I mean, oh. here's the thing I got to say about this. I think I know what, we, what I was going to say before I stalled enough. 
So the Patriots have failed to this point in developing Jarrett Stidham. I think knowing where he was in the draft, you have to know he was a development player. Like Brady didn't really develop and didn't give him a lot. Cam Newton, sure, shit hasn't given him anything. So if I'm Bill Belichick in this case and I have nothing to lose, I have only a spot in a draft, a top 15 pick. I'm going to put in Stidham and hope for the best and see if I can build off that. Because at this point, why the fuck not? You failed this kid to this point. Give him the chance to actually start and win a game against a team that's legitimate. That would be a tall order playing against the Buffalo Bills this week. I mean, yeah, of course it is. But what the fuck else? You haven't played him against any other teams. He's gotten meaningless snaps. Am I wrong? I agree with you, no. but they did already but they already tried to sit him out. In meaningless snaps. So I don't know. With but, meaningless snaps. I mean, and way, he was terrible. This week, so I mean, night, like cool, but I'm why not, not put that why not put that actual question to rest? Because I mean there has been times when he's been terrible, and there's been times when he showed actual promise. There's times he showed his mechanics are better than fucking Cam Newton. It was an MVP in 2020. Oh, 100%. 100%. Well, yeah. And it's, I think – not hard, though. Personally, I mean, I wrote <laughs> this in my blog. Stidham got the end of the shaft here because he learns from Brady and he understands the playbook. And they're like, you hype him up that he might be the starter. And he's like, wow, I learned from one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I'm going to use that same playbook. They're going to keep it, tweak it a little bit. And then they bring Cam in and he's like, crap. Now I have to learn from a new quarterback. He's just learned from Cam this whole year who has absolutely zero mechanics, at least this year. Not all, not all the time, but in the whole playbook has just been changed. So I don't know if I'm Stidham, I'm not really sure how I'm feeling right now because the playbook's not catered to me. It's catered no. to a running quarterback. And, I, I mean, the only thing you can do is go out there and impress on your throwing and your mechanics. And the wide receivers just aren't expecting that right now. It's like a lose-lose situation. I mean, I think it's just a loss of a year for any Patriot fan, any Patriot on there. Like, take away the bright spots. Take away the fact that you had Damian Harris having his bright, like, run and then Gunnar Olszewski being a special teams ace, Demir Bird and Jacoby Myers stepping into their own. Other than that, like, what else do you really look at? Some promising young pieces on defense. Josh Uche had a good game. You've also found out that Nikhil Harry is not or should not be part of the equation moving forward. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I mean, he had a good showing against Miami, but it wasn't fucking stellar. No, and I just like, the, the vertical ability. That's it. Sorry, Zach. What's the, up? The downsides. Oh, no, you're good. No, no, no. I, I'm just like, I just wish that he that he would let Josh fucking draft wide receivers. Man, it's just been so frustrating as a Patriots fan, watching them time and time again try draft wide receivers and then picks. You know, there have been so many different wide receivers that they could have drafted in later rounds from what they've drafted that have turned out to be absolute studs. And it's just so frustrating time and time and time. And again, watching them draft absolute scrubs at that position. Yeah. yeah but the thing is Nikhil Harry's a beast and he does have it. He no, has- he's that's the thing. He's not a beast. If he was a beast, he would actually be contributing 
He can't. How can he? How can I mean, he? Cam throws maybe seven times a game. But you, have to, but you have to understand, it's not it, – like, yeah, he might be a good 50-50 receiver. That's great. His actual mechanics and route running skills are literally dog shit. Like, I could probably go out there and run better routes than Nikhil Harry. Drew, I'm sure you can attest to that because I run routes, like, better than all of our friends. But Zach is surprisingly agile. I, I really am. That was a bold oh, statement. Not, not even like a flex. Zach is surprising. I, I, run some, I run some I, pretty fucking crisp routes. You do run some crisp routes, but we got some friends that run some some very crispy routes. Okay. But Nikhil Harry does not run good routes. He's not a route running wide receiver. He is a, no. like, like we've talked about, he's a 50 50 ball wide receiver. And that's just not what the Patriots need. That's not the kind of offense that they run. The fact that. What are we basing that off of? I mean, last year, yes. well, we made, no his, entire, in, his entire college entire profile. Get any separation all of last year. It doesn't matter about year, separation. Route running doesn't fucking matter because Cam's going to take the ball up, anyways. Chris, it doesn't matter about it's not it's not about that. His entire college profile, he was at he was at Arizona, correct, James? Arizona State. Arizona, Arizona State, State Sun Devils. He was the king of the 50-50 ball. He's a big physical wide receiver. He gets up and gets the ball. Um, he's not a burner, he's not a precision route runner. That's exactly what he is. And I'm basing that off of his time in college. And he has That's- issues catching the ball right. in normal situations right so you draft someone that's going to be that big threat down the field you know that big maybe that that uh you know red zone threat um you know he can't fucking catch the ball and he can't run a goddamn route so what the hell is he good for <laughs> i, I just don't think we've given him enough chances to... see that's yeah. the I, thing that's in the my mind he has proven I, beyond a doubt that he is not what the patriots need correct I right. want I just, him. I want him to be better than he is. But exactly. I think, right. I think he could find success on another team, a la Nelson Aguilar kind of deal ish. How he's found success with the Raiders this year and found his hands. I just don't <laughs> think that he's the right fit at all for what New England's trying to do, especially when they went the Cam Newton route. That pretty much diminished any chance he had at being relevant in this offense. I mean, because just look at just look at who Cam likes to throw to. Demir Bird and Jacoby Myers. What kind of wide receivers are those guys? Are they the 50-50 ball, Chris? Or are they more of like the precision route running? Um, you know, I and mean they're, I, they're slot guys. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They're, right. They're smaller, shiftier wide receivers that know how to run the routes that they need to run to pick up the yards that they need to pick up on offense. I mean, Cam Cam used to be a deep ball thrower. I mean, when he had Kelvin Benjamin, for fuck's sake, him and Kelvin were on point, but he lost that touch. He Ooh, lost that. But but that's the thing. He He's not confident in throwing that ball deep. Nikhil Harry, you know, he's not going to throw the ball five yards and, like, make Nikhil go up for it. I mean, I feel like that's, like, a 10-plus yard pass. Or and if you can't the- use Nikhil in a situation where you get the ball to him short and let him run because he drops it 75% of the time. I, yeah, I just – I think I, I it's really hard because obviously he was injured, uh, I think, what, the beginning of, of, of last season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he – it took him a little time to get into the offense. And then obviously Brady was shutting him out. But, I, I mean, you know, looking back on it, maybe there was a reason. Maybe that reason is the, the kid doesn't know how to play football at a professional level right now. Not and, to speak. And especially when you're talking about Tom Brady as opposed to Cam Newton – 
Tom Brady's gonna shut you out if you're not running your routes properly, if you're right. not where he expects you to be, if you don't know the playbook right. And that's where Nikhil Halley really, really has struggled, is, is being where he's supposed to be and making the plays when he, they need him to make the plays. Like, the kid, the kid is gifted. He's, an ath- he's a very good athlete. But when it comes to playing, you know, a smart game, it's just not there for him. It's just not. And that's not the kind of that's not the kind of football team the Patriots, you know, build. They build with, you know, yes, they have athletic players, but I think above all else, all else, Bill Belichick values football IQ. And I just don't think that Nikhil Harry has that football IQ. And, and football IQ is incredibly important because it, it brings along what I said, with being where you're supposed to be and everyone knowing that you're gonna be there. When everyone knows where people are going to be, it leads to much smoother offensive flow. So I, when you have someone that's disrupting that in any way, it makes it a lot harder to be consistent on offense. Yeah. All right. Well, we've we've spent a half an hour on literally two games. Yeah. So. We we get a we can talk about this after. I don't know what to do. Usually but... we just spend a half hour on the Patriots. Literally, and I disagree with what you guys are saying too. So is that much? That's harder? fine. You're wrong. <laughs> All right. Well. We'll go. We'll move on. We had Panthers at Packers. Uh, Packers won that game 24-16. Uh, Drew, a nice little staff for you. Packers are fourteen and two at home since uh, twenty nineteen, and that is including the playoffs. So that's a nice little staff for you. Should make you feel good um, if or when the Packers clinch that first, uh, you know, that first round by and home um, and home field advantage throughout the NFC. So yes, I, I think that it's huge because in Aaron Rodgers' career, he's played in four yeah. NFC Championship games and not a single one was at Lambeau Field. So I, I think that if they are able to get back to that point this year, that would be a huge turning point. I agree. And uh, shout out to Aaron Rodgers for a, a couple little records there. The the first quarterback to ever have three seasons of over 40 passing touchdowns in his career. Fire. That's a, that's a big one. Fire, there. Fire. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about this game specifically. I mean, it was, you know, I feel like it was just a workman like kind of day for the Packers, you know, they get oh, the job awful. done. Horrendous. Gross. <laughs> I, I'm obviously being a little more, you know, I guess modest than Drew. Drew is being, you know, blatantly fucking just truthful <laughs> with the situation. It was, but That second half, they went to sleep in the locker rooms and just sent out the fucking equipment team. Yeah, well, the equipment team held the the Panthers to only sixteen points, so yay! <laughs> That's that game <laughs> like, was twenty-one really to three going into halftime. Man. All right, well, well, next week we'll look at both of these teams. The Panthers are at Washington. Um, that should be a little interesting matchup. That's actually uh, fun, Ron Rivera revenge game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting storyline. Um, where you know, obviously Washington is. Uh, going to be starting. So let's see. So let's see. We have we have a a broken Kyle Allen, um, a semi injured Alex Smith, and a strip club Dwayne Haskins. So which one will we start? I am still available. Nobody has picked me up yet, so Dude, I am an option. If you riverboat Ron, please give my boy Drew Daniels a call. <laughs> He is the I'm, most 
He is the God most you, average man. flag football quarterback of all time. So you definitely I got you, Ronnie boy. <laughs> Do it for right. 20K. I want uh, this for the Washington football team just as bad as anyone else. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Dude, hey, you'd look good in that burgundy and gold, man. Goddamn. Oh, let's see. I, I appreciate it, James. I appreciate you. Drew and Drew and football pants is just a sight for everyone that needs. You know, we just need to see that. Um, the cake, baby. Oh yeah, it is cake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got Packers at home against the Titans. Um, so again, like we've said, the Packers are a different team at home. So I think maybe they get a little boost next week. Um, obviously, they played a close game against the divisional rival uh, Colts and came up short on that one. So if we see a similar effort from the Packers, I think they take this game. This is going to be a very difficult game for the Packers to yeah, win. It really will. Derrick Henry is yeah. going to bulldoze their defense. And Aaron Rodgers, as a result of that, is not going to see the field as much as they need him to. So I, I am – this game is a 50-50 toss-up for me. It's going to be a real it's going to be a really good game. I think the only thing for you Drew is that obviously the the Saints lost a big game last week um and obviously you have the tiebreaker. So right. it, it seems as though, you know, not not that any game is a game that you, you know, would be okay with losing, but I think I'd be okay with losing this week. Especially if Derrick Henry has a huge game and wins me the fantasy championship. Oh, true. That's okay. Um, well, well, your best case scenario I, I think, is Derrick Henry has a big day, Packers win, and the Saints lose, and you get the you automatically lock up that first round bye. I think Drew, you would probably just be in euphoria at that point. Well, I mean, even if the Saints win next week, as long as the Packers win, don't they already have the bye locked? Um, yeah, be one, okay, there'd only be one week left, and even if the Saints caught up, they would only be tied. Yeah, but wouldn't you just like to see the Saints lose just for the fucking hell of it? I would love to see the Saints lose. Yeah, so there Why you go. Not? It doesn't even matter. Fuck it. it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. All right, well, your Packers play the Tennessee Titans next week at home. Sunday night, baby. This is a Sunday night game. That's I'm glad that they fucking did that because that is definitely the Sunday night game to watch out for. It's going to be a um, kick-ass game, man. Yeah. All right, moving on. Moving on. We had the Dallas Cowboys at the – San Francisco 49ers. Uh, very high scoring game. Um, I mean, I guess I kind of expected it because of how poor the Cowboys defense is. And but I wasn't expecting the Cowboys to lay the beat down on the 49ers. 41 to 33. Um who had a oh uh Tony Pollard. What a fucking game by that guy. That I, I think I watched that one run where he did, you know, he pulled that spin move and ducked under that guy and got around a couple defenders. Um he had a really nice game. Um, hot take of the week. Bench Zeke for the rest of the year. Put Tony Pollard in. I Ooh, love that. Dude, I, I love to see it. Take. Zeke, Zeke has been so disappointing this year. Um, I wouldn't even consider him a top 10 back right now. Did you guys did you guys end up seeing the take I put out there about that in the uh, IG dynasty we're in? No, I didn't. I said, if I was anyone but Jerry Jones, because he's going to keep Zeke, of course. I would – Trade Zeke, get the capital to actually rebuild the pieces you need, and then draft yeah, running back and use Pollard and a run of the running back as an RB committee. Yeah, because I'm well, think about it like this isn't next year's RB like running back uh, draft class fat. fire fat, right? It's a fat. fat class. Yeah, yeah, it's stacked. So it's a fat class for running backs, quarterbacks, 
receiver talent's pretty heavy too, but it's mostly just because of yeah, the it's not like it's not like last year's receiver talent, right? No, there's great still, receivers in this draft. Right, right, but it's spread. there's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But but I mean, could you imagine if they end up with someone like Najee Harris, oh bro? My God. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! World, world. But anyways, uh, so like I said, Cowboys win that game, forty-one thirty-three. Uh, Dallas has won the last six to seven games against San Francisco. So, I mean, it's really, it really hasn't been much of a, much of a primetime rivalry as, as it used to be. And it um, didn't have a chance to be this year with no, 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 battered and tattered San Francisco 49ers. But I mean, you know, when you think of rivalries from the nineties, I mean, I think Cowboys Niners is probably one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Um, but the only thing that the 49ers stand for this year is 49% of their team was healthy. So, yeah, Hey-oh. Oh, oh welcome to our new segment, you. Drew Burns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a burn; it's just the truth. <laughs> on, on the Scoville scale, James, how 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 do we rate that? Habanero, sixty-nine. Hey, all right. Forty ers are at the Cardinals next week, um, which is interesting because it's an away game for the Forty ers <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? what? It what? is. Uh, no, I know what Drew's saying. That is actually interesting. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> guess what? What? Guess what? What? Did you guys see the news of who the 49ers signed that might be their quarterback? Yes. Yes. Fucking Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen bro. Jesus Christ. This still around. Um, honestly, kind of rooting for him. I hope he takes over the starting job and Jimmy. Jimmy I do too. That would be awesome. Amazing, amazing story. That would be beautiful. Charm, Josh. Well, um, at least we know he'll be better than Nick Mullins. Yeah, that's true. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Josh Rosen to get earn the starting job this week and beat the Cardinals because that would be fucking amazing. Um, that would be fun. That would be a great that would be a great storyline. Uh, and then the Cowboys are at home against the Eagles um, in the NFC East Trash Bowl of this year. Um, I mean, come on, really? What else are we supposed to call it? They're the two worst teams. No, no, you're right. I'm, no, I'm just saying, like the, the two worst teams in the division. Um, I saw I saw a scenario where where Washington can clinch the division, and the scenario was Washington needs to tie, New York needs to New York needs to tie, and then the Cowboys and Eagles have to tie each other. And if all of those teams tie, then they make it into the playoffs. And I just I don't I don't fucking I don't get it. If there is, I a- swear to God, if that fucking happens, I will literally twenty twenty, please. Dude, we need three ties, all three games involving at least one NFC East team. <laughs> the entire, if the entire NFC East division ties this week, the Washington football team wins the division. Please, I need it. Oh my God, imagine. Don't the Washington football team win if they win and everyone else loses too? Um, no, it's it doesn't matter about the Cowboys or Eagles. It's if the Giants lose and the Red uh, yeah, didn't say it, didn't say it. Football team wins, um, then it's over because okay. then they'll have a they'll have a two game advantage. So, all right, moving on. Chris, you still there? Dead. D e d dead. All right, cool. Um, we have oh. we had the Seahawks at Washington. Um, the Seahawks won that game 20 to 15, I believe. Let me just make sure I am right on that one. Yep. 20 to 15. Um, I mean, honestly, not a bad game by the football team. I mean, they come up short by five points, but 
I mean, I think they, they did a pretty good job limiting that Seattle Seahawks offense, which we know at times can be very explosive. Um, I know DK went down, right? With a, it was a knee injury or something like that. Hamstring. I it was think. a hamstring. Okay. So close yeah. enough. Um, but um, I mean, you know, I just, you know, Washington is not a real playoff team. I think they're the best team in that division, but you know, they're not going to stack up against any of these like really, really good teams. I, so, I mean, they kept it close throughout the, you know, throughout most of the game. Um, I would have to say they have a different quarterback in that game. They, they win that game. Probably. Which yeah. is scary to say if you're a Seattle fan. You got a yeah. Seahawks fan. I know. I know. That is kind of scary. Well, um, Seattle is, is not looking great heading into the playoffs. Right. Yeah, um, beastly at the beginning of the season, and I just don't know what happened to them. They just fell downhill. Well, and we'll just Jackson think about Wilson it. has double-digit interceptions, doesn't he? Yeah, it's it's just uncharacteristic. I mean, it's characteristic of him to go off in like the first six games and then sputter. Um, but this this year, it's just been a, a heavy dose of of picks over touchdowns in the last like seven games. So, but yeah, it's not um, good. this this the Washington the, the I think the Washington football team could surprise a lot of people um, if they get Antonio Gibson back. And they get Alex Smith back. If they get both of those players back, that's a completely different offense. I, like I said, even if they just get Alex Smith back, there's a good chance they win that game because obviously I, I feel as though Alex Smith will make a lot more, a lot more smarter decisions with the football rather than Dwayne Haskins. And JD McKissick is a legitimate Alex weapon. Smith changes the whole. No, no he is, he is. But I think it gives, I think it gives that offense way more of a spark to have both of them there rather than just have JD McKissick. They have McKissick and they have Gibson. I mean, you know, Gibson's just that that spark plug for that offense. So, so Alex Smith is the spark, and Gibson is the spark plug. No, Alex Smith is the leader of that team. Which one's the goddamn spark plug, Zach? <laughs> Do we need answers right now? Because I the radiator. All right. Um. Well, the Seahawks are at home next week against the Rams, uh, and this game will most likely be what decides who is going to win the NFC West Uh, Seahawks win this game. They'll take the NFC West. The Rams win this game um, and they don't mess up. I guess they're, if if they win this game, they'll have the season sweep over the Seahawks have the same record as them. And as long as they win their game next week, we'll have the NFC West. So, I mean, obviously this is a huge game for both teams. Um, It'll be interesting because both teams have kind of been in flux the past couple of weeks. The Rams obviously lost that heart. No, I, was I was gonna even... say if only the Rams didn't lose to the fucking I Jets. I know. So the Rams can't clinch the division this week. But if they win, if they win this week against the Seahawks, they'll have a really good chance to close it up next week with whoever they play. Uh, but again, what Rams team are we gonna get? This this seems like this feels like a completely different Rams team from when they played the Bucks, when they played the Saints, I believe. Have they played the Saints already? I don't know. I think they have. I don't remember. But this feels like last year's Rams team. Just wildly inconsistent. Yes. And yeah. you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Jared Goff could be solid, could be fucking Nathan Peterman. Yeah. And you just don't know. <laughs> there- there is a wide range of what Jared Goff could be, and it's actually really scary. <laughs> Nathan yeah. Peter, the fact that Nathan Peterman is on that spectrum should just tell you how bad this Rams team has been at times. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, Jared Goff 
is probably the most wildly varying quarterback in the league right now in terms of yeah. not knowing what you're going to get on the field. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. James, take that smug-ass look off your face about the Cal quarterback thing. Um, I'll, I'll move on because I don't know what's going on right now. I'm just going to leave that. I'm well, maybe if the thing. fucking computer wasn't dookie beans. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, we had Bears at Vikings. You there's there's yeah I mean who really cares about this game only for the fact that the Bears are s- trying to sneakily take that seventh seed away from whoever the hell else has got that seed the Cardinals maybe God the Bears should not bother trying to make the playoffs No however they've scored thirty plus points in three straight games for the first time since two thousand and thirteen. Is Mitch Trubisky the fucking answer, boys? I need to know. No. I need no, to know. He doesn't even know what a hard card is. <laughs> I posted that. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, but, like, once again, like, look at the bright spots. I've been trying to tell Zach this. He doesn't listen. Thank you, Zach. But the Bears receiving core is talented. This Mooney kid no, they have. You, been you've been trying to tell me. What do you mean? I've dude? been trying to tell you. You said Bull they all suck. fucking shit, dude. Me you said and they you. all suck. And I was no, like, they're not bad. No, you said they I said me. Okay, first of all, me and you ride high on A-Rob every single week. We're talking about. <laughs> A-Rob gang, baby. Dude, A-Rob gang, first of all. We're the robbers. Yeah. <laughs> I love A-Rob, dude. A-Rob is talented no matter who he fucking has throwing him the goddamn ball. Literally, it's not just A Rob, it's Anthony dude. Miller, it's Darrell. No, no, I understand that, but it starts with A Rob, and then obviously they have they have other talent around them at that position. If Mitch Trubisky doesn't play like a fucking sack of potatoes, they score 33 <laughs> points. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm right. Thank you. I yeah, you are right, James. Yeah, no I still don't think that he is the answer. <laughs> Oh, no, God, no. God, no, 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 no. He's God, not the no. fucking answer. There's no way he's the answer. But, again, if we can get – if not we, but if Bears fans can get, you know, a <laughs> Mitch – Zach, you tried to tell me something? You had that bad of a year as a Patriots fan. You're like, I'm on the Bears wagon. No, nah, Bears. <laughs> Come on, man. We went uh, to Green Bay. No, if, any, if anything, I have to root for my division leader. I feel like that is just a standard practice. But – um. I don't know. Uh, I, like, no. I don't know if I would do that. I would never root for any other team in the NFC North ever. Unless yeah. it was beneficial to the Packers. I mean, like, I'm, I not, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm not going to fucking lie. I really want to see some fucking people go through tables all throughout the playoffs. So I'm kind of rooting for them to, to kind of... Nobody's going through any tables, though. Really? Are okay, you sure about okay, that? Okay, 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 Mafia okay, doesn't okay, just sure. fucking slam into tables everywhere they get a chance? There's no fans, you fucking dope. The most beautiful image I could put together is you see like three jet planes, like red, white, and blue for the fucking playoffs. They're like, yeah. And some guy parachuting down, right? (laughs) You know where this is going already. And he's parachuting down onto the field. It's like, yeah, it's so fucking cool. And he goes through a table. Someone on the ground RKOs him through a table as (laughs) ends. What the actual <laughs> fuck? All right. It has been had now. a good week. Um, he's he's been he's been pretty consistent, I'd say, this year. Um, I mean, obviously, I feel like I feel like he's underwhelmed as far as like production, but it's been consistent, I guess. I don't really know. Um, I like him. I don't know if he's going to be the answer at running back for them, but he definitely has had a drop off from last year. 
No, I got nothing. You're, you'd hit it. All right, sick. Um, Bears are <laughs> at the Jaguars next week. Um, so automatic Dub City. Um, and Vikings play the Saints. So I'm taking the Jags in that game, bro. Yeah, you taking the Jags, dude. I'm taking the Jags, dude. If the can Jags I can I ask you can I ask you a serious question? Um, so you're telling me you're telling me the Jaguars are going to try and physically give away Trevor Lawrence. No, I'm I'm not saying it's going to be intentional, but. I think that the Jaguars suck so bad that they are going to be unsuccessful in losing the next two games to secure Trevor Lawrence. See, I don't know about that, man. I, I think if we're gonna if it's gonna be a fight between the Jets and the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars can suck worse and win more games. Sorry, the did I say the Jets or the Jaguars? I'm I got the Jays mixed up. I think the Jets yeah. will suck at trying to fail more than the Jaguars will. I think it's gonna go back and forth, man. Really I think the Jags. I think the Jags win this week. The Jets lose, and then Week 17, the Jets are gonna upset your Patriots. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, and I. I'm not gonna apologize to any Jacksonville fan. I'm a fan right now, but Duval County man is a real redneck, and I don't know if they're gonna take one look at Trevor Lawrence and go, I really don't want a girlfriend quarterback. My man is. My man's got long hair. That was a good joke, Zach. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Did you see the um? There was a girl that looked exactly like him. Yeah, yeah, dude. That. I posted that a while ago with yeah. Yeehaw Papa on the back. That yeah, was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Boda. Oh yeah, love that, love that. It was love like that. last year, dude. Yeah, Zach, you fucking old news. All right, well, Vikings at fucking Saints. Um, just man. another, just another game for the Saints to choke away in prime time, uh, trying to keep pace with the Packers. Um, do we get do we get Super Kirk again? For the Saints to for the Vikings just to beat, no. the, beat the Saints again? No, I don't think we do this time. Uh, there's no Xavier Rhodes, even though you know, fuck that guy because he's terrible. Um, there's no Stefan Diggs to shatter every single Saints fan's heart into a million little pieces. Um, should be a, it should be an interesting game. I think that the Saints defense is gonna want better performance obviously than last week against Kansas City or this this yeah this past week against Kansas City um I mean they're technically still the number one unit in the league so I think they are gonna tighten it up um and really limit this Vikings offense Marshawn Lattimore is playing out of his mind again he is I'm I'm, down here last year he's back he did I'm glad though I'm I'm happy for him the the kid's a dog kid's a fucking dog oh yeah Ohio State DBU. Yes, sir. All right. Well, if you got no more points, boys, I'll I'll keep I'll keep rolling through this. Uh, we had Patriots right. at Patriots at Dolphins. They were in Miami. <laughs> um, that was our Thursday night game. For those of you that remember last week. Um. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Jim. Thank Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Patriots. Uh, Patriots lose that game 12, uh, 22 to twelve. Um. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about this game other than the Patriots will miss the playoffs for the first time since 2008 when the Dolphins actually won the division. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of a weird little, like, full circle thing. Um, I mean, I mean even, even, if, even if the Patriots miraculously turned it around and, like, made it to the play, they just – their offense is not, is not even, like, a top 25 offense. I mean, it's just so inept. 
No. Yes, yeah. they have a good. They, yes, they can run the ball, but I mean, for they, you know, they they can't even complete a five yard slant with, like every time they complete a pass, it's like I'm fucking. It's answering all my prayers. Like for that for that to happen is just really sad because this is not a Patriots team that we're used to seeing. I mean, it happens. I mean, we've had it for what twenty, basically twenty one years. Yeah. So. Yeah. But the thing is, though, I mean. As Bill Belichick would say best, we're on to next season. We get a lot of players back next season. I could give two shits about this season. I truthfully hope Cam is gone. He does not fit with the Pats. Um, he's just not the kind of he's, he's not the kind of quarterback that we need. I I, I like since he got sorry. I'm just no, gonna, no go. You're good. You're good. No, no, I'm letting you go. I've been saying it since he got to the team. Is that the Patriots offense works like clockwork and we're going to go another half hour into this. And no, I'm not, I'm just going to say one thing and then I'm going to move on. It used to go like clockwork. Everyone did their job and it consecutively brought the power. And now all of a sudden I, I cam, I think has messed up this offense more than it ever was in my personal opinion. I don't think he messed up the offense, but I, I just think that, I, I appreciate Bill Belichick for going out there and getting something that he's not used to. I I hope that he's learned from his mistakes and he should stick to what he is good at, at a, as a coach. You know, he's the best coach of all time, but he's been pretty eh as a GM. And it's kind of interesting that he is the one giving himself these assets. And the, the funny thing is, is he's not giving himself enough to be the best head coach of all time right now. Um, Cam is not your quarterback. Cam is not my quarterback. He's not the Patriots quarterback. He shouldn't be. I, they, they need to open it up for Jarrett Stidham. Like all of us, I think have said at one point or another during the season, um, you, we just need someone to throw the ball. I mean, you, you can't, you can't win a Super Bowl anymore without having quarterback. That's not afraid to throw the ball. And, 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 and I just, and quite frankly, we've seen it most of the season I know Drew has said this numerous times. He looks afraid to throw the ball most of the time. He just doesn't set his feet. He's not a good passer anymore. He's not stepping into the throws. Right. He's not. He's right. not deliberate in what he's doing as a passer. Right, and that's I just, the biggest I, issue. Right, and I think that is the main. That's the main thing. Like this, the Patriots offense. Yes, it is a run-first offense at this point. But if you if you are a run-first offense and a defense goes, oh. Well, they're run first. Let's just stop the run. You, he can't pass the ball. So what are they supposed to do? You know what I mean? I think they need a quarterback that understands the offense is run first, but they base it something maybe like a Rams offense where, yeah, the Rams offense is run first, but that play action game is phenomenal because Jared Goff can throw the ball when he needs to, but we'll, we'll, we'll move. We'll, we're going to move forward. We're not going to spend time on the Patriots. We've already gone over this, all this shit. I, the um, only thing is though, the Pats put themselves another year behind. Well, but but don't think. But you can't think about it like that because the past twenty years has been the most dominant run by any NFL sports team ever. They didn't put the. the, You 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 have to understand this is a different time, and however it forms is how it's going to form. When Mm -hmm. when Belichick is done, then we can assess what happened. I think we try and look at it now. It's just going to be too weird because, you know, they had to form a brand new offense because Brady was, you know, most of that offense. I mean. He he schemed most of the things with Josh McDaniels. Now this is a hundred percent Josh McDaniels offense, and Josh McDaniels has to change his scheme because of 
what he has on the field and what he doesn't have, which is Tom Brady. But we'll, we'll move forward. Uh, Jaguars at Ravens. Uh, the Ravens just absolutely spanked the Jaguars into the ground, 40 to 14. I mean, you know, I guess it was kind of expected. Um, are the Ravens peaking right now, guys? I mean, that win, as unimpressive as it is being against the Jaguars, is definitely the statement that they needed to make with this game. They needed to go out there and stomp them into the they ground. Did. But that's what I'm saying. They, you know, they, they win, they win a nail biter of a game in Cleveland. Sorry, James. Um, and you know, they do it in just an unbelievable fashion. They give up those couple of touchdowns. They're down. Lamar just absolutely takes a, a miracle shit. We'll call it, we can just call it the miracle shit. The shit hurt around the world. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and, you know, brings that team back from the brink to win that game. They win this game. They're nine and five now where they had lost, you know, four of the last five games before this three game, you know, winning streak. Um, it's, it's a really interesting situation for them. They're, uh, I don't really know how to look at this because I don't think there is any situation where they can clinch a playoff spot this week. I think it's a week. The Ravens, I didn't see, I looked at all the scenarios and correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't see anything on the Ravens. Um, But, you know, we have what, three, two teams that are nine and five. It's the Ravens and the, um, the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, And I think the Dolphins have them beat on on strength of schedule or something like that, but. I think so. I, yeah. I think for the Ravens to get in, it's a very weird path, but it's still very probable. It, it's doable. It's doable. I mean, and it would be really interesting to watch them watch that fall of grace. And and like and again, I'm not shooting my own shot here, but you know, when we covered the Ravens in the offseason, I, I I know I know a couple of us agreed. You know, I thought that they were going to have this big fall, and I think they really did. I mean, I, I think it's evident. Mark Ingram's no longer a part of this offense. Right. It runs through running and well, but not all the time. Well, right. <laughs> it, 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 go, it goes through the ground game, but I mean, think about it like this, you know, Mark, um, Marquise Brown has been highly inconsistent this year. And this team is, this team has not been able to catch the ball at a consistent rate. Mark Andrews hasn't been that big of a factor in most of the games. There have been games where he has been a huge factor. I think this Jags game, he had a big game, um, yep. but I mean, it's against the Jaguars. I think, I think they're missing their key players in big spots. Like it's good that your players can produce, but in, in big games, obviously besides this brand, the Browns one, they're, they're not getting that production. Um, and I think that's, what's hurt them. Obviously. I mean, they're nine and five, they were 14 and two were 14 and two last year or something like that. Right. Yeah. I think they yeah. Only have something like that. I don't remember, but uh, well, next week they're at home. They play the giants. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they can do what the offense can do against, I think it's like a number four ranked giants defense. I mean, what the hell, Joe judge, what are you feeding those boys? I don't know. I mean, like I said, if there's one bright thing you can take away from any of these teams, you know, look at the defense. Yeah, that's true. Good on you giants. Yeah. I mean, good, good for them. They're at home against the giants. I mean, obviously this is a must win if they want to make the playoffs. So well, that'll be a game I'm going to be watching. Um, I want to see, how that maybe the giants are going to be able to react playing a high powered offense. So 
All right, moving on. We got a couple more games to go through, and then we're all set, boys. I know this ran a lot longer than we wanted to, but yeah, Bucks at a good time. Yeah, Bucks at Falcons. Uh, I don't again, again. I I I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's not, and and I you can't say it's Dan Quinn anymore because he's not there. Tom is, Brady broke is, the Falcons organization. Tom Tom Brady Tom Brady single handedly broke any any chance the Falcons had at being a complete team anymore. They had a for what, the rest seven, of eternity for the rest of eternity. Agreed, one hundred percent. The Bucks win 31-27. Um, <laughs> Brady, first of all, Tom Brady's seven zero in his in in his career against the Falcons, and that obviously is including the playoffs. At Super Bowl Fifty One, I love how they the only time they played in the playoffs. No, literally, well, that's what I'm saying. Like they included that in there, obviously because he's now part of the NFC. But I mean, he spent twenty years in the AFC. I just think it's yeah. funny they they threw a little shot the NFL out. They threw a little shot at the Falcons again. Did but, you see the thing that I think the Falcons are twenty eight to 28, yes yes twenty eight thirty four yep 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 thirty four yeah twenty eight and thirty four in games That's, since that game since they lost the Super Bowl yeah and Brady handed them their thirty fourth loss you know what I'm saying. No, oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't think. And at some point in the the Falcons Bucks game this last week, the Falcons had three penalties for twenty eight yards. Stop, really? Yeah. Yep. Again, the Falcons will forever, forever be cursed from that game. And the numbers three, twenty eight, and thirty four are now the worst numbers in Falcons history, and will continue to show up. Yep. Everywhere. It's great. It's great. As a Patriots fan, I mean, at least, at least, you know, with everything that's gone wrong in 2020, I think for all of us, we can all agree. Thank fucking God. The Falcons are still the Falcons. Jesus Christ. We have some semblance of normalcy knowing that the Falcons will forever choke away leads to Tom Brady. Not even 2020 can fuck up that curse. No, I know that's, 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 (laughs) that's the thing. That's the strongest yeah. curse on the planet. The twenty-eight to three hex. You know this this year. This year brought us a lot of things. <laughs> the the super planet convergence that happened what like two days ago, Drew. That happened the first time in eight hundred years. Yep. We had wildfires that almost burned all of Australia and California that are basically still going on right now. Oh, the by the way, pandemic. boys. Oh no, it went away. Damn it! I was watching the replay of the Falcons. Monolith that pop up in the middle of fucking nowhere. These weird monoliths yep. like. You know one popped up in Quincy with a fucking crop circle? Yeah, it was fake. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. I mean, were, were the other ones real? No, the other ones weren't real, but I mean, it's just like a, just weird. It's it's all weird shit. It can be explained. It can't be explained. But I mean, it's just like, this is the shit that's going on. Thank God the Falcons still know how to choke a game away. That is all. Next week, we got Bucks at Lions. Uh, go, I, Lions, go. Yeah. Go, Lions, go. Like I said, <laughs> what kind of Bucks team are we going to see next week? Who knows? I feel good like one. I, I feel like it's basic. I feel like a good one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, fuck. I I just don't. You don't. You never know what Bucks team you're going to see. I mean, they're just so inconsistent. I think they. I think if you can, if you can, you know, mark any team for being inconsistent. I think the biggest teams are there: are the Bucks and the Rams. Did the the Bucks beat the Vikings this year? 
I think the yes, they did. They, they yeah. beat yeah, they beat them last year. This year. Sorry, this year, yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. cool. The, uh, Falcons, the, <laughs> the Falcons are playing the Chiefs in what I will dub the Tony Gonzalez game. And that is all I have to say about that one. That's a disservice Very to Tony insane. Gonzalez. How was yeah, that a dis- how was that a disservice? He because the Falcons are involved in this game right now, in this point okay, in history. But he played for both teams and was amazing for both teams. So I Yeah, I, but the Falcons are absolute donkey balls. All right, Tony, Tony, buddy, listen. I'm sorry I ever associated you with those fucking terrible red birds. You're a the black birds, but that's fine. Ah, dude, yeah. the dirty birds used to be it. Yeah. All right. Lions at te- Lions at blah, blah, blah. Lions at Titans. Uh, Titans won that game 46-25. Uh, this is the first time I guess the Titans have won 10 games since 2008. So they're having a career year for that team. Mike Vrabel. The Titans are having a career year. Yep. <laughs> As a whole. <laughs> a franchise year, if you will. Yeah, I mean, they're playing better than they did last year, and they made it to the AFC Championship. So, I mean, look out. They could they could heat up at the right moment. Derrick Henry stiff-armed another dude into oblivion last week, so. I, mean, I think those are anyone else. Oh, that was a big one. Is that the greatest that thing of this NFL season? season? Derrick Henry, Henry stiff arms. Um, no, I think the greatest thing of this NFL season is Dwayne Haskins contracting coronavirus from a strip club. I think that has to be the, that has to be the it. But well, that's, that's definitely a future, front runner. Come on, what? That hasn't happened yet. That's the future. Okay, well. Um, yeah, bitch. You got COVID. I, I don't really have anything else to say besides Eric Henry is Thanos and every other team is basically the Avengers and all he has to do is stiff arm you into the fucking dust. So, Texans at Colts. Uh, the Browns, baby. <laughs> Texans at Colts. Find the fucking score. There it is 27 20 in favor of the Colts. Um, the Colt. The Colts are a scary team. Dude, they got to Deshaun Watson a lot this game. Dude, I the feel so can we can we talk about how bad I'm sure all of us feel for to one Deshaun Watson? That yeah, man fuck Texans fans. Get him some fucking help. Get get him the fuck out of there. Trade him, please. Like get him to a team. He deserves so much more than he is getting from that team right now, from that franchise. Dear God. Houston, Houston had five sacks against them. Ugh. Oh, Deshaun. Oh, Deshaun. Poor boy. Deshaun. Um, I mean, you know, the Colts The Colts win another uh, a close game. The defense plays phenomenal. Uh, I would say week in and week out. I mean, that 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 is a revamped Colts team. Um, I definitely think they're a dark horse playoff candidate in my book. I'm sure other people agree with me. Um, I think if you're looking at a team that could take on the Chiefs, I think this is the team. I said, if you are looking for a team in the AFC playoff picture to be able to beat the Chiefs. No, no, no. I heard you. I'm just questioning why you're not putting the team that beat them in that conversation. The team that beat them? The Chiefs? The Browns. The Browns played the Colts and beat the Colts strongly cool. cool the browns do not match up well against the chiefs offensive fireworks 
defensive dookie. We'll Tyron, talk about it when we get Tyron there. Tyron Matthew will ram a six inch, his six-inch fucking pistol rod right up your Brown's asshole, all right? It's not going to happen. We'll see. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> if that happens, love. those are my thoughts, not yours. I'm Zach Burrow. Anyway, moving along. Yep, Colts play the Steelers next week. Should be a really good game. Can't wait to watch the Steelers choke again. Um, I'm sure everyone in here can agree with that. Uh Ooh. Don't know what the hell happened to the Steelers. They're just fucking crumbling. Texans are – yeah, they're, they're brutal. Texans are at are home against the Bengals. Um, obviously, Bengals coming off a huge win. We'll talk about that when we get there. Um, I mean, not an important game. Don't need to talk about it at all. Whatever. Nah, no playoff and nothing really. They're both eliminated. Like, Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Eagles at Cardinals. Um, this, is a, this is a highly entertaining game. Boomer. Sooner. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> we had Kyler against Jalen. <laughs> um, yeah, really good game. Um, I really think the Eagles made a smart decision on benching Carson Wentz, and I think that this is clearly going to be Jalen Hurts' team from now on. Yes, yeah. they lost that game, but, I mean, Jalen kept them in the entire time, and they kept battling back. And this is, a re- again, this is a really hurt Eagles team. And Jalen has done a good job of limiting the stakes. Correct. I think is yeah. the biggest thing to yeah. take out of it. I mean, he had a couple noticeable things. He had a weird intentional grounding at one point. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, like. I'll, I'll take weird intentional groundings over fumbles and terrible throws for interceptions. Certain that it cost him a safety, though. But either way, yeah, no, you're right. It, it, 100%. I would still take Jalen every day. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it's good to see that you know, their investment is at least panning out for the most part right now. However, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with Carson. Yes. He wants out. If he's not, he does, want, out. He he out. does want out. Exactly. He, he's already said that if, if they're going to be starting Jalen hurts from now on, that he wants a trade, he's not going to ride the bench. I mean, he was the first, the second overall pick in the 2016 draft. So. And an MVP candidate two years ago. Exactly. So he, the potential is there. It's just a matter of if his prior injuries are going to limit him in what he has to do and if he can rebuild that confidence. I think but he, he can find a starting job somewhere, I'm sure. He can. He absolutely can. I mean, there are quarterbacks out there that have a starting job right now that really shouldn't. <clears throat> Mitchell Trubisky. Um, yeah, so uh, we've already gone over the games that each of these teams are playing next week, so we don't need to do that. Um, he, here, here, I think these are probably – our most exciting, I guess, games of the weeks of the week. We have Jets at Rams. Um, the Rams just laid an absolute fucking goose egg against the Jets. Awful. That's you gross. are playing. You are playing the bona fide worst team in the league, and you lose by three points. Ouch. <laughs> you only put up twenty points against the fucking Jets, Sean McVay. God damn. Pathetic. 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 Beyond pathetic, but on the other side of that, pathetic that you can't even lose enough to get a star talent. I know. The best NFL draft prospect we've seen in 10 years. Oh, my God. They're going to draft a fucking offensive lineman and start Joe Flaggle for another year. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll probably go Fields. Just get ready for it. Uh, They're ready for Fields to be a bust, too, by the way. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm already on that train. I would... I would be willing to bet that they're not going to draft a quarterback if they don't have the number one pick. 
doubt. I think they're we'll dumb see. enough to go for Justin Fields. No, that Royce, Royce, I'll talk about this. He's going to hate that take. I think Justin Fields is a bust. I'm going to fully commit to that one. Well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, obviously, most quarterbacks that end up in the Jets system are busts. So <laughs> whether, yeah, whether they have the talent, whether they have the talent or not, I mean, that is just not the system you want to be in if you're a quarterback is that, that Jets system. I mean, it's mm. not. All right, let's hurry this up. I got to take a shit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, next week we got we got the Jets at home against the Browns. That should be an interesting game. Can't wait to see the Browns blow another game right out the fucking ass, just like Lamar shit on them last week. Um, we got Chiefs at Saints. Uh, that game was phenomenal. Chiefs win that game. Uh, 32-29. Sorry about the stutter. Um, I mean, Drew Brees did not look hundred percent in that game. They were really close to being. Drew Brees to- is not a hundred percent. No, Drew, Drew Brees is operating at a solid fifty-eight percent right now. <laughs> That's a fair. That's a fair point. It's a fair point. Um, I think it was a good game overall. Uh, the Saints did have a lead at halftime. I think they were up like 15-14. Um, couldn't hold on to that one-point lead. Obviously, lost by three. Um, we've already talked about the games that they're playing next week. I I think the big thing looking at the Saints really is just their defense, man. That's been the most impressive thing to me. Yeah, their defense, their defense turned around from the past couple of years. I mean, it is the top squad in the NFL. Um, but this year, it's really proven that it can keep them in games and be the unit to to I really think, propel them forward. And I think the reason they've been they've done so well is because they've they've taken all facets of the defensive side of the ball and they've worked on them rather than focusing on one side. Whereas, you know, like, you know, the Patriots have a top three passing defense in the league, but their run defense is, is, is whatever. Or same thing with the Packers. You know what I mean? I think, I think the Saints have figured out a way to balance that out and they have a top five unit on both sides of the ball. And that's Oh my God. They're deep. Look at who's on their defense. (laughs) They are ridiculous. They're loaded. Absolutely. And I think it's because they've been so healthy and, you know, they just all, they've been getting production from everyone. They've been getting production from everyone. So um, we got two games left. We had Browns at Giants. Browns win that game 20 to six. Uh, you know, it, it's good. The Browns limited a Giants team to six points. So that that's a nice thing to see from your defense, James. Um, Baker, you know, they only scored 20 points. Baker looked phenomenal. Baker's playing out of his mind. Baker is right playing now. out of his mind football right now. He's what? I think he's his pro football grade right now is like 97.3. Oh, Zach, I'm glad you brought it up. I have some stats for you. Let's hear uh, it. His QBR, which I actually don't have because it's a screenshot, he it ranks third in QBR since week seven behind Rodgers and Mahomes. He is number one on play action passes with a 93.2% grade. And that's actually all I had. I thought I had more. Than all right, that. cool. Love those. And and so, that um and those were the two stats that James could find in three minutes that he had leading up to this game. Uh, uh, well, no, I mean I, I have more to say about uh, if we have some time to spread, but like I, I'm beyond pumped because you know at one point I said I was like, all right, like I got to admit it. It was the first Bengals game. I was like, Baker's the issue, and then he went off and kind of sputtered and then kicked again. So him and Stefanski seem like they're like the playbook's finally running with them. Mm-hmm. The offense is clicking on like every fucking, I guess not. They're firing on all cylinders is the best yeah. way to say it. The defense right now is the issue, but my statement, I'm going to leave this with the Browns. 
I think the Browns right now going, if they make it into the playoffs, they are hot enough to beat any team, but they are young enough to fuck up and lose in badly to any team as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know what right, well, there? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, well, I'll, again, like I said, we've already talked about the two, the teams that these two are playing next week. Uh, where is it? Browns? Who are the Browns playing? We got the Yets. The Browns are at New York, and the Giants are playing the Ravens. Um, and then, obviously, Monday night game, last night's game, Steelers at Bengals. The Steelers choke again for the third straight game. Lose that game 27-17 to against Ryan fucking Finley. Mm-hmm. A brutal game. I, I watched this entire game, and it just – I don't, I don't even know what the Steelers were doing in that first half. They just did not look good. No, and I think teams are starting to realize the formula now is Ben Roethlisberger can't throw the ball as far, right? Right. So you limit the run. You limit his short passes, which for some reason his receivers have been dropping. And that's been a huge, that's a huge part. Right, that, and that's been a huge thing. And, and, you know, what worked for them in the second half of that game was the screen, you know, the screens and the short play action passing. Um. I think it was Chase Claypool, you know, one of the first big plays that they were able to, to chunk off was it was just a simple wide receiver screen. And I think it went for like 50 yards because, you know, yep. when they have the ball in their hands, I think the Steelers group of wide receivers is probably a top three unit. Um, and they're explosive, but the issue is they can't get the ball. <laughs> they cannot hold on to the ball when they have it. So no. It's just it's it's just been it's been a I don't even know what you what you call it. It's been a disaster on the offensive side of the ball, and and it's been such a disaster where you know they can't hold on to the ball that they're giving teams short field opportunities. I mean, this Bengals team is inept. They only had two or three actual like really good drives and got down into the red zone and scored a you know a field goal and a touchdown. I think that Ryan Finley twenty yard uh, uh, scramble was a touchdown. No, yep. uh, I mean Zach Taylor's a fucking moron. I don't know how he has a job. I know, I know, but I mean, you know, I I think as a Monday night game, I think I think you're right. I think I think the Steelers are absolutely exposed. I mean, they they lose three games in a row. Granted, um, you know, one of those games was to the Bills, and uh, you know, it, it, it's a tough opponent to play. Absolutely. Well, I but- I think the last two. You True. Can, I can tell where you're recording from right now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You couldn't wait. I told you I had to shit. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> the, the last two losses, I think you can at least say, hey, you got caught off guard by a Washington football team that's surging at the right time. Mm-hmm. And then you lose to the Bills, who are a very good team. Yeah, they're both losing understandable. To, losing to the Bengals on prime time is unfucking acceptable. No, I mean, I've written this game off. Oh, absolutely. Who hadn't? Man, I, uh, do you think Big Ben retires after this year? No, no. he has a contract extension. <laughs> no, he's, he's not. <laughs> He's not going to. He has a contract extension. True. Here's what uh, I think. Even if even if he drops the contract extension, he talks to them and says, "You know what? I really can't do this." Um, 
I don't think I really don't think he's going to because of how good that defense is. I think the defense obviously is not the issue. It's the offense. And I think with big Ben still there, they can figure some things out. I know they're, they're, they're trying to get that man one more Super Bowl before he retires. I don't think they're going to be able to do it, but that squad, even without Ben, Ben Roethlisberger is still a really good squad. Well, do you remember how shocked we were at the beginning of the season that big Ben actually had life in him again? I think he just used all of his luck up at the beginning first 11 games. And now it's like, fuck. That's, I mean, it's, that's reasonable thing now. That's reasonable to think though, because I mean, you know, you have a lot of good, you have a lot of quarterbacks that are good first half of the season quarterbacks. I mean, look at Russell Wilson. I mean, you know, it, it's a, it's absolutely a possibility that big Ben is, is just that quarterback this year. You know, he, his team went, was rolling. I mean, they were 11 and zero and lost a game and they rattle off three straight losses. I mean, I think it's just the nature of the beast. You know, if you're playing really, really good football, eventually it's all going to come crumbling down and you have to rebuild. That's how the Patriots have been able to do it for so long. I mean, you know. And I mean, the, the Steelers, again, had such an easy schedule for the first 11 games. Then all of a sudden they ran into some teams that were playing some good football and they couldn't get it done. Right. I mean, they ran into a hot Washington team um, with, you know, really good defense and that offense couldn't keep up and, you know, Washington did enough to, to make it through. And then, you know, obviously they had to play the bills and, you know, the bills are a legit team, man. I mean, they're, they're they got both sides of the ball. They got stars on both sides of the ball. Um, and, you know, I think, I think those last two games, you know, those are obviously, those are obviously just like confidence demoralizers. And then you come into this game and, you know, man, I just – I fucking cannot stand Juju Smith-Schuster right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people can I'm – sure, I'm sure all you guys might, you know, can agree with me on that. But, like, you're, if you're going to – if you're going to pull a fucking T.O. and, like, you know, dance on the, on, the, on the logo or whatever, you have to fucking back that shit up because Von Bell rocked his shit. Von hey, Bell's a fucking that. I mean, Von Bell's a savage. I love Von, but damn. I mean, Sorry, Chris, go ahead. Chris had a point. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say. No, all I'm all I was saying. I mean, I mean, you can't really blame that on Juju. That was a fucking beast of a hit. No, 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 no. You you can, because he's, you you can God. blame it on him. You're gonna talk shit, and then you get rocked. You can't. You have to hold on to that football. I don't care how hard you get hit. Tough shit fuck- get hit. Yeah. Okay, that's tough shit coming from the guy who just said his mic muted. What were you doing over there, Drew? You think getting paid by TikTok? <laughs> I'm taking a shit. All right. Well, guys, that was our week 14. Yeah, no, wrong week. Week 15, week 15, week 16 kind of review, preview, all wrapped in one. Um, I hope. You guys like that? We'll find out. Find out how we how we all like that. Uh, that's we're gonna try and see if that's gonna be the um, format going forward. Um, I mean, I think it flowed well. So, but we'll talk about. I it. got a question, boyos. Yo, with two boy. games left in the season, who's taking home the hardware at the end of the year? Who's the MVP? Aaron Rodgers. I would give it to Aaron Rodgers. It's between Rodgers and Mahomes right now, right? 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. If you look at the weapons, if you take Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay and Pat Mahomes out of Kansas City, Aaron Rodgers or a green Aaron Rodgers list Green Bay is worse than yes. Pat Mahomes list Kansas City. Agreed. I would also agree. I mean, okay, you have cool. you have bias, but at least yeah. we can tell like it is. But hey, I'm just agreeing, man. I know. Um, yeah, I would say I would say it is Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I mean, again, worth noting Josh Allen. But uh, yes, yes, yeah, I, I think two more strong weeks out of Aaron Rodgers wraps it up. Um. Uh, Drew, I am worried though because of how MVP voting usually goes, and I just feel like they're going to give it to Mahomes. I don't know. I, I'd be, I would be, I'd be upset if they gave it to Mahomes because I think that Rodgers has cemented it. I, I think that there should be no question at this point, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, just curious uh, on your thoughts. What about, what about um, defensive player of the year? That's a tougher one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think so too. I mean, you have a lot of a lot of players that have stepped up. I mean, I feel like I feel like usually defensive player of the year goes to the best player on the best defensive squad. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a um, no. <laughs> no, is that not a thing that how happens? many times has JJ Watt won defensive player of the year? Okay, but when he's been on, that defense has been legit. I, the defensive line, maybe. Yeah. Um. You have you have in my pick you have the last name right but the wrong one. I think it's TJ. I agree. I think that's it's, fair. I think we give it to TJ Watt. I think I he's that. I animal. I don't like it either. So good. I don't want to give a Steeler a, a you know a team it's a player of the year, but I mean that defense has been just all around dominant this year, <clears throat> um, and I think he's just been he's been their best player, through and through. Fair. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gave it to Stefan Gilmore last year. He had a, a, an unbelievable season, but there was a reason why the Patriots had the best defense in the league because they had the defensive player of the year. You can talk about that. What, that he's going to be out? Oh, Stefan Gilmore partially tearing his quad. Partially teared his quad, and he probably won't be back in New England. Well, I mean, I feel like that's – that doesn't – yeah, that's news, but I feel I feel like we should talk about that another time. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're past it now. Well, yeah, we're past. I just mean, like, if, <laughs> like, if there's going to be speculation, it'll come out within the next couple of weeks, and then we can really like get a full head of steam on that. But, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I am Lesog for Christopher for Drusif, who is on the toilet taking. Nah, I'm done now. All good. All right, cool. Well, uh, for for Drew and his shits that have now been flushed down into <laughs> the septic tank, uh, in the soul, baby. Sewer, sewer shits. Um, and for James, yes, James. Unfortunately, you had to go after Drew's shit, so that's that's just. Really <laughs> um, Not we idea. Are, we my are, shit got acknowledged before you, James. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, we're, <laughs> thank you so much. We are the Boda Boys, Boda Sports. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, guys, we just dropped our merch. Duh! Didn't even fucking Ooh. say that in the beginning. Boda Merch is live. Uh, you can find our website online on our link tree and on our Instagram. Um, we are running our merch through Teespring. So I believe it's uh, Teespring slash Boda Merch, something, whatever. You guys can find it in uh, our link tree. So definitely check that out if you guys want some really sick ass merch. We're working on another design with our boy Mike from Jersey. So check that out when it comes out. 
um find our podcast right right where you found it you found it good job you guys found us again i feel like they're consistent james they find us every week they do find us they find us all the time. somehow somewhere anchor apple podcast google podcasts whatever the other ones that anchor decides to just share them out on spotify i think is also one that i don't know this is the longest outro of all time yeah it's because i have undiagnosed adhd (laughs) depression um all right guys thank you so much for tuning in this has been the bodacast you're gonna do this no i really don't want to all right fine step step step